everyone, and welcome to the Champions Cast here on ZeldaDungeon.net. My name is Andy Spateri, back from a nice week off, and joined by everybody's favorite host, Allison Aletha. Allison, you did a good job hosting last week. I think that more people want to see me take more weeks off now. I am so okay with that, and I, I feel better now that it's done. <laughs> uh, thanks, Al. Jeez. We... We are also joined by a very special guest this week. Uh, you know her as Mallow. She is on Twitter at uh, Mallory M. Photo and uh, photographer extraordinaire. Mallow, how you doing? Good. How are you guys doing? Peach. Oh, you know, can't complain. Yeah. I'm tired, but I'm awake at the same time. I had like four shots of espresso. Oh, man. Here we go. <laughs> That's right. You you pulled the, uh, the 6 a.m. shift today, right? Yeah, I, I actually get up at 4.30, and I start opening my cafe. I'm a barista as well, so I start opening at 5. So a lot of coffee throughout the day. Heck yeah. <laughs> well, I'm all about that. I'm I'm drinking a fine Canadian Tim Hortons coffee right now. So, Tim uh, Hortons, that Timmy's, yes, though. That was, all, <laughs> that was my high school life, was Tim Hortons, because it's cheaper than Starbucks. <laughs> yes. Uh, hold on a sec. They have Tim Hortons down in uh, your Columbus, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. Tim Hortons is the place to go. Wow. If you can't go to Starbucks. <laughs> that's. I mean, that's pretty much the the same here in Canada. Like Starbucks is for Starbucks is for the uh, the the better off people, and and uh, Tim Hortons is just the common coffee. <laughs> I didn't know that it, there was a Tim Hortons over in Columbus. That is incredible. That's yes. you learn something new every day. Well, uh, we got a good show for you here today. We are going to be ranking all of the Ganondorf fights, but Mallow, why don't you tell all of our uh, listeners just a little bit about yourself for anyone that might not be familiar with your work? So I am a, I like to say, a freelance photographer. Um, I specialize in shooting cosplay or conceptual, like, fine art pieces. Usually I like to... Um, thrift like antique gowns and come up with concepts it's been a lot harder to even try to do that with everything going on in the world um or even shoot cosplay or anything but um that's mostly what I do um besides my day job so that and very much obsessed with Legend of Zelda my Twitter is disgustingly spammed with it (laughs) I always warn people I'm like if you want just my photography go to Instagram if you want a lot of everything in my life then go to twitter which is usually photography or zelda that's about it <laughs> i don't think there's yeah, there anything go. wrong with that doesn't sound disgusting at all <laughs> <laughs> no uh, lots of lots of zelda on your twitter and the occasional office meme too which i mean really just makes you a natural oh, fit yes. for this podcast doesn't yes, it, it does. you know what's <laughs> so you so with the office like I got so late in the game with that. So, like, everyone would tell me to watch it. And I did it for the longest time. And now I'm like, I've rewatched it like four times. <laughs> I love it. I, I kind of feel that. We, me and my fiance, only first watched it about four years ago. And uh, I was living with a roommate beforehand, and he always watched The Office, and I used to always make fun of him for it, because he would just sit in his room and watch The Office all the time. And now we're on, like, our fourth rewatch of The Office. We do Office Night trivia and stuff like that. Um, yeah, we need to find a way to weave that into this Zelda podcast somehow, some way down in the future. But uh, that is for later. Right now, we have a lot to dive into here, gang. So let's just uh, let's just go ahead and get started. 
we are back and we are going to be ranking all of the Ganon slash Ganondorf fights in the series. This was suggested to us by uh, one of the listeners of my side project, the Omega Metroid podcast, where we ranked all the Ridley fights in the series. One of the listeners was like, why haven't you done this with Ganondorf fights? And I had no good answer. So I was like, okay, we'll do it. We'll do it for you. So here we are. We are going to be uh, doing this definitive style. So you know how that works. We're going to be going down in chronological order and ranking them one and two. And then when the third one pops up, we'll slot that in somewhere. And when the fourth one pops up, we can slot that in one, two, three, or four. If you've been listening to this show, you know all about definitive rankings. So, um, you know, that being said, I think that we should just get uh, get started here. What say you guys? I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm so ready, but I think at the end I might have some fights. I'm going to do some honorable mentions because <laughs> Andy's a little too technical with this. Uh, all right. You know what, Allison? You know what? Now, this is the ranking the Ganondorf slash Ganon fights. So the, the things that are kind of close to Ganondorf and Ganon fights did not make the cut. But I know that Allison uh, has something that she wanted to say. So I'm just going to... I'm going to let her get it out now. I'm going to mute her mic. Oh, my gosh. And then uh, we'll we'll continue on after. I, Allison, say what you need I to say. I think that technically the Yu Ganon fight should be included in this list, and it's not. <laughs> it's like he does merge with Ganon, so how I don't know how it's not technically a Ganon fight. Also, we didn't we don't consider Phantom Ganon fights either, so which I think should count. But, you know... This isn't the rant to get into. We could just get to our list. <laughs> you know, I never actually considered Phantom Ganon fights. That would have been actually kind of cool because, like, you have the Forest Temple fight, yes. you have the Wind Waker fight. One hundred percent. Maybe we'll do a uh, a faux Ganon fight ranking one day after this list <laughs> is done. Okay. <laughs> All right. So we have eight different Ganon fights that we are going to be ranking here. Um, Ganon on the NES, Ganon on A Link to the Past, Ganondorf slash Ganon in Ocarina of Time, Ganondorf in The Wind Waker, Ganon in Oracle of Ages and Seasons, Ganon in Four Swords Adventures, Ganon slash Ganondorf in Twilight Princess, and Calamity Ganon in Breath of the Wild. So I, yeah, I'm excited to get going here, especially for some of those latter ones, because I I think that my list might surprise some people, but let's get it all started off with uh, Ganon on the NES. Allison, I'll let you uh, take us away here, and you can tell us your thoughts about this fight and where it where it fell on your personal list. Um, honestly, this there's not much to say about it. I feel it's really short and really easy. I I feel like I guess if you know the game well. Um, I think that he looks cool, like he's the first iteration of this, you know, this boss, and I like that he kind of set the stone for this ultimate villain that we have for the entire series, but overall, as a boss fight, it's not that exciting, the music's not that exciting, so I actually have him, like, extremely low on my list, like, at the bottom. Oh, man. Yikes. Uh, Mallow, what, what do you think? You're, are you on the same page as that? Oh, it's the bottom of my list. <laughs> oh, man. I think just because it's so it's so easy. Like, it seems so short. I guess if you're like, if I were to go back and play this when it first came out, when games were newer, then maybe not, because it would be like it. It would be the new thing. But I guess to go back, it's 
it's just so short to me. Like it's so easy to beat him. So it's just not as uh, exciting. You know what? I, I I totally can appreciate what you guys are saying here, and I don't I don't think I disagree, but I I had it kind of ranked in the middle, and I think I had it ranked kind of in the middle just on like just out of respect, you know, like because it's the first fight. I actually I do think that the Ganon sprite looks really cool. Uh, especially when it starts off the blue. Uh, I don't think the red one looks as cool, but the blue one looks really cool. The music is like, it's okay by NES standards. And I and I like the skull that you're fighting on. And I think that's cool. But I mean, yeah, the, the fight is over in like 15 seconds if you've, you know, upgraded all your stuff in Legend of Zelda. Um, it's, it's really, really easy. There's really not much in the way of story that we see to it. Um, you know, I again, I, I kind of... Out of respect, I ranked it somewhat towards the middle, but if you if you guys were telling me it's last on your list, I couldn't really think of an argument to uh, to say why it shouldn't be. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, that's that. uh, by default right now. It's our number one. So let's let's uh, cruise over <laughs> and talk one. about Ganon from A Link to the Past. Mallow, I will let you kick us off here. What are your thoughts about this uh, particular boss fight? I I like it. I think it's. I, I really like the colors in this game, um, and there's something, I don't know, there, this is a lot more challenging to me. Um, I feel like there's just more more going on, and it's, I'm one of those people that if there's a weapon flying in the air, I always get hit by it, I, I, <laughs> or if it's like a beam or something, I it's a challenge for me, probably not for everyone, but um, like any fireballs or anything being thrown by Ganon, it's... It's a hot mess. So it's challenging, which means I'm having fun. Kind of raging, but also having fun. So I think it's um, I think it's beautiful, a beautiful game. And I think that the fight itself is more challenging, which is always a plus for me. I think I had it at the middle of my list. I actually, I had it kind of towards the bottom of my list, actually. And I, I don't know what it is, but like something is just off about this fight to me. Um, I think that the music is is pretty cool, but like, I don't know. There, there's something. So the NES spray I thought looked really cool, and it was kind of like just because it was kind of like surreal almost. But like in this game, the sprite work it looks. I I feel like it makes Ganon goofy, and it's because it's more detailed, and it's just like now you really are seeing that you're fighting like a big blue pig, and. <laughs> I don't know. It, it it just didn't jive as, as well to me. Um, the fight actually is is okay. Like most of the fight, like you said, he just kind of throws around his trident, and you have to to dodge that. Um, there's one part in this fight though that really bothers me, and that's I think it's at the the mid part, and then Ganon calls Link lad, which I find super strange. I don't like that at all, and I don't know why that bothers me so much, but it does. I'm I'm just like <laughs> this is your mortal enemy. Why are you calling the dude lad? Yeah, that's not very in character, yeah. No. Um, and then the the latter part of this fight, I, I always get a little bit frustrated because you have, like, you have one item slot in A Link to the Past, and in the latter part of this fight, you have to, um, you have to light all the torches, and then you have to shoot Ganon with your silver arrow and then slash him. And, like, having to constantly switch between the flame rod and then the bow and arrow, I, I feel like is just a little bit of a momentum killer for me. So, yeah, I, I rank this one... Uh, I ranked it a little bit lower on my list, not at the bottom, but also not uh, anywhere close to the top. Allison, what what say you? 
Um, I, I actually really like this fight. It's, um, I will say that I put it on the bottom-ish half of my list, but I, I feel a lot of nostalgia for it. I know there's some, there's a lot of people that play this game a lot, whether you're speedrunning it or randomizing it. So I feel like if right. I was one of those people, it might have lost its kind of, like, its kind of, um... I don't know the exact world. It's luster for me if I was doing that. But I like the nostalgia of it going in there and being like, oh, my gosh, this is the Ganon, or the Ganon fight of my childhood. Um, the music is cool. I like the phases of it. It has, like, very clear phases, um, which I always appreciate in boss fights because then it kind of tells me um, where I am in the fight. There are a couple Ganon fights where I was just like, oh, my gosh, why is it taking me so long to hit this guy? And it feels like I'm getting nowhere. But I really like um, the phases of them. And, like, I agree with what you're saying with the item, um, with the items, how you only have one at a time. But I think it's kind of cool that you have to manipulate your surroundings a little bit, turn on the torches so you can see him. Um, I think it makes it a little bit more challenging. But overall, it's not like, it's not like the greatest Ganon fight, but it definitely has, like, a spot higher up. It's definitely higher up than the LOZ fight, for sure. Oof. Okay. Mallow, you agree with that? You would rank this higher than the NES fight? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Oh, man. Uh, well, I <laughs> I don't know that I would, but I I can't argue. It's two against one here. So uh, on our definitive list so far, we have number one, A Link to the Past, and then number two, uh, the NES fight. So let's let's move on to our first heavy hitter here. And I'm, I'm going to take the lead on this one. This is Ganondorf slash Ganon from Ocarina of Time. And I'm going to say it right here. I think that this one is the best. The absolute yep. best. Yes. This is such such an iconic fight for a couple different reasons. Um, first of all, like, it's it's hard to imagine now, but I mean, like, way back when, 1998, Ganondorf was, like, a new character, right? Like, he, he wasn't this established threat. So, like, I think that the, the game did, like, a really really good job of building him up and building him up as this threat he he accomplished a lot of like nefarious acts in ocarina of time and you finally have your payoff with him but it also like reimagined ganon in a way that i feel like really like i feel like the the way that they reimagined him really fit in with the world that they built and the aesthetic that they built uh it would have been super silly i i feel like to have this big blue pig show back up but like ganon in this game just looks like an absolute beast his tusks are out and he's got like the gandorf hair and he's got like the dual swords he looks so so cool um the build-up to this fight man the build-up where you're just slowly going up through ganon's tower and he's he's playing organ and the music from the organ is rising and like you finally get into the the chamber room and he's just playing his piano he ain't looking at you and zelda's in the little crystal and like the the triforces are are flashing and you know that there is about to be this like epic confrontation is is absolutely awesome so like even on build up alone i feel like this is like almost taking the cake over everything else for me because like even even listening to how I just described that man, like I, I get goosebumps still thinking about this fight. Yeah. I, I think it's awesome. I one hundred percent agree with you. This is at the top of my list. I actually like wrote a whole paragraph when I was watching it. Um, I won't <laughs> repeat the paragraph, but like the highlights are like the build up, you're right. I feel like there wasn't a game up until this point that has that kind of like in your heart, you're like, Okay, this is coming, he's a really 
bad, bad guy. He feels so, like, villainous, and I'm going to go fight him, and I'm climbing this tower, and I'm getting closer, and I'm going to save the princess. It's just so good. And, like, I think with the Ganondorf fight in the tower, you like, the sound effects are really cool. It sounds like a freaking action movie in there. Um, the atmosphere of it all, like, you have those crystal, or not crystal, but, um, the windows that are, like, stained glass all around you, and it's just, like, it's beautiful, but it's terrifying at the same time, and he just feels so imposing, and then, he, like, with his last breath as Ganondorf, he's, like, tearing down this tower and transforming into Ganon, and it's just, it feels so epic, and you use the right word, iconic, and it's just the music and the atmosphere Everything about it is amazing, and it's it's definitely set the bar high, I feel, for all future Ganondorf fights, Ganon fights, because I feel like they haven't measured up to this since. Yeah, I, this is going to age me, but I played this game when I was eight, <laughs> so like, it was around the time it came out, and I remember playing this like it was yesterday, and um, the, you guys pretty much said it so poetically, but um just I think I feel like this was the first Zelda game that you really got a, a look at everyone's like background links background his history is still kind of like I mean kind of always like that where you don't know where he's come from um but like the fact that Gandorf had like history you knew where he came from he was like idolized by um a group of people and you didn't really get that in the other games and just the music and the stages of, of Ganondorf into Ganon, it was like it never was going to stop. And I didn't want it to stop when I was a kid. I was like, oh my gosh. And then we're going down the stairs and I'm dragging Zelda down with me. What's going to happen next? Is it going to, you know, like the castle's falling and then he's still fighting. And I was like scared out of my mind, but also like just had goosebumps. Like you said, it's just, I don't think. I, I mean, I hate to say this because I am a big Breath of the Wild fan. Nothing is measured. I agree that nothing's measured up to this uh, this boss fight with, with Ganon. Um, and hopefully, I don't know, maybe Breath of the Wild 2, maybe. Fingers crossed. Who knows what's going to happen? But this was number one on my list for sure. Yeah, I, I like, man. So just going back to the Ganondorf portion of this fight, uh, you know, even even the game's drawbacks i feel accentuated this fight i i always have like tell me if this ever happened to you guys when you were playing on the n64 like you're you finally and actually before i even get there this is also the first um i guess it wasn't the first fight but this is the first game where you have the famous tennis sequence with ganondorf that you kind of yeah, bash the, so the ball of light back so i i love that but like when you finally hit him and you and you whip out your light arrows and you shoot him and like the the game seemed to like slow down for me because I was I, yeah, I would always laggy. shoot him. It would lag, and like you're jumping across and whipping out your sword. But like, even though it was the game lagging, it was awesome because it's like this is a slow motion attack now. Like I I loved it. I always remembered that, and I thought it was so cool. I think it says a lot that it was lagging, that it was so like epic, and it was something that obviously took a lot of. I don't know, power in the system to, to show that visually and to hear it, like mm -hmm. to hear the audio of it. It was so epic that, you know, it just lagged. It was just like, Oh, I can't, I can't keep up. <laughs> yeah. I remember when I first played it for the first time, did the boss fight. Granted, I was way younger, but I remember the first time it was laggy like that. I wasn't expecting it. And I fell Oh yeah, and I fell down oh, and I was no. like, 
and of course I was a very odd child. I'd, I screamed and my mom was like, what's going on? I'm like, I fell. <laughs> so I had to climb all the way back up. But yeah, like I remember the first time the light arrow hit him and all those balls of light like flew out and then hit him again. I was like, this is amazing. It just, oh, oh my gosh. Awesome. It's awesome. So or or like when Ganon has like the, he doesn't shoot the one singular ball at you, but he, he raises his arms and like the, the cluster comes. And then if you ever spin attack it back, like that's awesome too because it lagged and then you could hit him. Very, very yes. satisfying feeling. Um, I feel like the even the escape part of this was was pretty decent. It didn't overstay its welcome. Um, and then the Ganon fight like really weaves in a lot of story into the battle as well without beating you over the head with this. So you got like the nice little interaction with Navi and then like Zelda kind of coming in at the end. You have to... Like you have to fight him without your without your sword for a large part of it. I mean, granted, you probably have Bagorn's sword if you're you know playing this. But uh, anyways, uh, the sense of danger like from rolling underneath Ganon's legs still kind of gets me yes. sometimes. I yeah, this is such a good fight. I feel like it, like easily easily number one to me. Same. My favorite one of my I'll never forget my favorite part is when all the sages help out the end i yes. was like yes here come my best friends here they come <laughs> it was so cool yes it's very rewarding it was like the culmination of like all these people you've helped over the game like now they're they're here to help you in this time of need yeah it was awesome number one for sure all right so uh we that's a consensus number one so we have number one ocarina of time number two a link to the past and number three uh, Ganon on the NES. So, the, I mean, guys, this kind of looks like it's going to be a fight for number two, because I, I think that we all put Ocarina of Time number one on our list. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, yes. yes. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, let's keep it moving then, and <laughs> let's go to one that maybe wasn't number one on anybody's list. Uh, this is Ganon from the Oracle of Ages and Oracle of Seasons game. I, uh, I got to be honest, guys. I put this last on my list. Um, for a couple different reasons, you know, I, I mean, the first reason is that it's almost like kind of a, it's like a bonus boss fight. Like he, he doesn't really have anything to do with the game. He only shows up if you link over your ages and seasons game. So like he's kind of an extra right there. Um, he is also, this boss fight comes immediately after a twin Rova boss fight, which is actually pretty cool. But, you know, I, I feel like this boss fight is just, uh, you know, it's overshadowed by the Twin Rova fight, and it's also really hurt by the Game Boy Color graphics and music. You know, the Ganon sprite looks cool enough. Uh, the music is, like, just okay. Uh, the background really kind of blends into his sprite. You know, Oracle of Ages and Seasons aren't the prettiest games at the best of times, and I feel like this is just, like, the wrong background to fight Ganon in because it's, like, the floor is very... I don't know, it's too powerful against Ganon. And the fight itself is kind of, like, there's no strategy to speak of. You just kind of smack him with your sword. So I uh, I, I rank this one last. <laughs> what about you, Mel? It's towards the bottom. It I agree with it. Like, it's those muddy colors. It, yes, good work. I don't know if this is the right word. Those things you'd look into, the kaleidoscope. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ever, that part where the floor does that. I, I just, mm, I, it's just, it's just a nightmare to try to like, and then he like disappears and comes back up and 
I don't know. I, I think if I if I'm rating it, it would definitely be towards the bottom. It's just not not the most appealing music and color wise, and it's just like not very enjoyable. I appreciate it, but not very enjoyable. Um, yeah, I'm I'm pretty much in the same boat. I have it second bottom on my list. Um, that floor, I feel I was like they should have put a warning on that for anybody who might you <laughs> yes. know have issues with that kind of visual <laughs> um i wasn't right. expecting it and you know oracle of ages i haven't played that game it's one of the ones i haven't played but seasons i haven't even played in a long time so i don't know if any other boss fights have that kind of that kind of power strobing floor going on but it was kind of shocking to see for me um the music was good for the system that it was on i i liked it, it was kind of catchy um i usually always like the music that are on those systems because they're just they have such a distinct sound um, and he looked all right, but like I said, he's like, it's short. It's like not that interesting, but I think after what Andy said earlier about the NES Ganon out of respect, like I would put him above this Ganon fight. So we're thinking that this fight is dead last. Yes. Okay. I, I think it's funny how we all kind of poo pooed on the floor in this fight, but it's really distracting. It is. It's, it's not, it is. yeah, it's not great. <laughs> Yeah, very muddy. That was a good descriptor, I think, is it looked muddy. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so our list uh, stands as of right now. Uh, number one, Ocarina of Time. Number two, A Link to the Past. Number three, NES. And number four, The Oracles. So let's keep it moving here, and let's talk about a Ganondorf-specific fight in The Wind Waker. Um, Mallow, I'll let you kick this off. Tell us your thoughts about uh, this, this showdown with Ganondorf my gosh i can i just start with saying it doesn't matter how much time passes this is such a beautiful game it's just it's and i you know what i will say this when i it first came out i was a little bit of a hater because you know you you have ocarina of time and stuff where it's more realistic and then he just it became this kind of like cartoony situation but when I actually like sat down and played it, I appreciated how beautiful it is, and I feel like the fight with Ganon, uh, Ganondorf, is is iconic, and I love that Zelda's involved with it. It reminded yes. me of Ocarina of Time, um, and I don't. It's so dramatic. It's so dramatic, and there's so much narrative, and there's like him talking, and it's just I don't know. It's and I don't know. I liked that. Um, it, it was almost like G Ganondorf was giving you more background of everything. It, I don't know. There, it was just more theatrical, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Um, but the fight itself, I, I think it was a nice, um, it was a nice length of time for me and there was enough happening. And I just, I wasn't expecting Zelda to get involved. And it just reminded me so much of my childhood with Ocarina of Time that I just, I definitely have it like third on my list. It's on the top for sure. It's beautiful. Nice, Allison. What do you think? Um, I actually I have it third on my list too. I I really like uh I really like this fight. Um, the the whole Poppet Ganon thing I thought was really interesting. It felt so different from what we've seen before. And there's three distinct phases, and I thought each phase, the gimmick of each phase, was fun and different. You kind of had to figure it out, especially the middle one. We had to like look at his reflection in the pool down below in order for him to fall on you. And I thought that was so cool and like innovative for that time. And 
I, I, it's definitely frustrating as a speedrunner doing the puppet cannon fights, but um, they're, it's just cool and different. Um, the part where he's talking is literally four and a half minutes long, and I don't care for that. <laughs> like, if he could have, like, if they could have condensed it a little bit more to, like, two minutes, because the part where he's, like, getting the Triforce and the king touches the Triforce before him is so epic and great, but his monologuing takes too long. And, <laughs> but the music for the Ganondorf fight is so good. It's, like, one of my yes. favorites for sure. And it makes it just feel like water's falling everywhere and the music is pumping and you're, like, fighting this really tall, imposing dude that you're just this little kid. And you're right, Zelda gets involved, so that's great. And she's still cheeky, little Tetra. So I love it. I, I put it as third as well. I'm going to make it three. I I had this as third on my list as well. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, I, I agree with a lot of, of what you said Uh you know, the word that I used to describe it was it's a very cinematic fight because you got like there the, go. the water coming down all over you and the flooding. Um, it just it looks really awesome. And like the graphics of the Wind Waker, like the water looks spectacular in that game. You know, Wind Waker isn't my favorite game in the Zelda series, but like this fight is I think it's wicked. Um, the music is is awesome. It's like threatening, but it also kind of has that Wind Waker charm, which I really love. Um, you know, this fight, like, the actual fight itself, I feel like, was, was pretty easy with Ganondorf, but, like, it, it was cool that he, you know, he has the dual swords, and he's, like, this, this giant samurai-looking guy, um, it was, it was cool to kind of get into the, the nitty-gritty and battle him with, uh, with the sword, mano a mano. And, you know, I do, I do really like that Zelda gets in the action and helps out. I actually like, uh, that in, in future fights as well, which we'll get to, but, um, it, I always kind of appreciate when it's like the three, you know, holders of the Triforce are all battling together. I think that that's really cool. And, um, you know, man, that that final shot of Ganondorf getting stabbed right in his brains is pretty, pretty brutal. It's kind of morbid for the game, you know? It's like, it's, yeah. It's rough, You're kind of yeah. just like, oh, God, oh, okay. I mean, it's cool, but you're not expecting that for Wind Waker. Yeah, it's uh, it's a heck of a shot, and like you feel like there should be like blood bursting out of his <laughs> skull, and instead he just turns to stone. So that's good. Uh, but no, I I like this fight a lot. I don't mind the monologue because I don't speed run this game, so I like that it gives Ganondorf a little bit of backstory. You know, I, I feel or I, I've seen a lot of people say that. Um, it kind of makes you sympathize with Ganon almost yeah, a little bit. Yeah, it does. But man, I saw. I wish I could remember who it was, but I saw this Twitter thread about like why him saying that actually made him an even more sinister villain. And I'm going to do my best to try and find that, but it was really, really cool. If I find it, I'll tweet it out. But um, I, I like, I like the insight into Ganondorf as a character anyways. And uh, you know, I, I think that this is a really solid fight. So yeah, I had it third on my list as well. Um, so I'm thinking here that that probably slots it, in the number two spot on our current list right now, just underneath Ocarina of Time. Am I correct? Yeah, I think so. Mm -hmm. All right. So just to round off here, we have number one, Ocarina of Time. Number two, The Wind Waker. Number three, A Link to the Past. Number four, uh, NES. And number five, The Oracles. So we have uh, three more fights to get into here. The next fight, I'm not sure how... Uh, I don't know. Have you ever played Four Swords Adventures, Mallow? Because I know a lot of people haven't. I have not. 
And Allison, you've kind of only played it with uh, with us at the marathon, right? Yes, I've only played it at the marathon. Did you ever make it to the Ganon fight in that um, game? I don't think I've played the Ganon fight, but I've watched it played there, and you know, I've watched it quite recently to rank it, but I, I don't think I've ever played it myself. Alright, so I had this one kind of towards the lower middle of my list. It, it was number five on my list. Um, there are some really cool things about this fight, uh, namely Ganondorf, and like his sprite looks really awesome because it's kind of got that like faux 3D thing going on where, you know, he he looks he looks almost like like a Wind Waker character, but he's still got that classic Link to the Past Ganondorf look. Um, I still think that the blue pig thing looks a little bit silly, but I think that this sprite looks cooler than a Link to the Past. So he looks really great, and I like that having four links kind of gives you it, it gives the fight a little bit of a different twist um but i don't know that they utilize that enough there are some boss fights in this game where you have orbs being like flung at you and you have to hit them back and it, you have to have a certain link hit them back because they're different colored orbs this gandit fight is is pretty plain jane like you just kind of attack him and have to dodge his his lightning blasts his lightning blasts are super super annoying because if you get hit they send you down into like the Game Boy Advance screen where you have to fight a couple Stalfos before you're able to come back up. So it's kind of annoying. There's not really any music to speak of, so you're kind of missing that uh, that intense vibe, and all you can hear is like the sounds of all four links kind of rolling around. So I'm not sure why they did that, but it seems odd. There are some really great boss fights in Four Swords Adventures. I feel like this one was kind of uh, just okay. In terms of you know, in terms of a final boss fight, so I, I yeah, I rank this one kind of lower on my list. Um, Allison, what do you what do you think about this fight? I pretty much uh, completely agree. Uh, I think that he's super cool looking. He's definitely very unique. Um, I mean, I know he's just he's a blue pig, but like the way he looks, the sprite is unique in my opinion. Um, the music is not very, like, attention-grabbing like most Ganon slash Ganondorf fights are, so I was kind of disappointed in that. But, like, I feel like the, the sound effects are okay, like, good, and kind of make up for it. Not completely, but, like, the sound of four links working together is, it, it sounds really cool. I think that, um, pretty much for the entirety of the game as well, just the, the dynamic of having four players work together makes it fun and challenging, so... Um, from what I've seen at the marathon versus what I'm sure your own personal one player um, experience was, Andy, is it was kind of a nightmare right. <laughs> versus like, you know, one player, it's a little more organized. Um, but I think that makes it kind of fun. Um, I think that the I think that it was like like I was saying with the link to the past, I like that there was distinct phases. This felt like I didn't know what phase I was in because it was taking so long to keep hitting him and then move on. Like, it just felt like you just kept hitting him, and you're like, okay, when 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 does he die? But I did like the final shot and the final, like, ceiling. I thought that was really visually cool. Um, I also have this, like, lower on my list. I have it be below A Link to the Past, though. You know what? I should mention really quick before uh, you can give your thoughts, Mallow. So we all watched a video to kind of refresh ourselves on some of these Ganon fights. These were not very good players in this video. This, this fight in particular in four swords adventures took forever it was like god it felt like it was like 10 minutes long this yeah fight. it was horrible yes so 
I guess that's probably where I'm getting that feeling where I was like, God, this is taking forever. It took forever. Uh, Mallow, would you, what do you, do you have anything to add to that? Well, I have never played this. I, when it came out, I, I'm so, I'm not very open-minded sometimes. I'm like, I don't know how I feel about four links. This is weird. I, I just was one of those things. I just kind of, it just brushed. I mean, I would play it now, but visually I think it's really pretty. Um, I like, I just, certain colors grab my eye. Um, I think he looks cool. I like the motions of his cape and like his attacks. This definitely seems like a fight I would struggle with because it's <laughs> like when his lightning bolts are going on and, and it's like half it. <laughs> of the floor. And I'm that person who walks towards the lightning bolts. I don't walk away from them. So <laughs> I would be this person in the video, except add 20 more minutes. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I think, I think the music is okay, but Ganon's cool. And I agree that like, it's kind of like when, when does it end? There's no like steps. And I, I totally agree with that. It just kind of seems all muddled together. So I had it, um, I had it lower. Mo I mean, mostly cause I've, I don't feel anything towards this fight. Um, but it just doesn't really grab my attention that much. It, it seems like a missed opportunity too, to incorporate like the lower Game Boy Advance screen. Like, there really isn't anything, like, cool that you do there. You just have to fight Stalfos to make your way back up. Whereas, like, again, other boss fights in this game, like, you have to drop down, like, you're inside a couple of the bosses and you tinker around with them and then you come out. So, you know, it, like I said, the, the Four Swords Adventures actually has some, like, really cool boss fights. This just doesn't happen to be one of them, which is a little bit disappointing. Um, Allison, you are right, though. Like, it's a completely different fight playing four players versus playing solo. It's just that, like... I would, I would imagine, I mean, first of all, I would imagine that hardly anyone has played this fight because hardly anyone played Four Swords Adventures. But I would imagine that of the players that did play Four Swords Adventures, I would venture a guess that like maybe 10% of them played multiplayer because it was so hard to to play this game multiplayer to round up your, your Game Boy Advances and your connector cables and stuff like that. I just can't imagine that anybody actually had, like did that. So it, it's too bad because this is kind of, it's a little bit more fun and chaotic with four players as the game is in general. But yeah, this, this fight is a little bit, uh, it's a little bit lacking. Um, so let's figure out where we want to slot it on our list. I might suggest that this goes in fourth place above NES and Oracles, but below Ocarina, Wind Waker, and A Link to the Past. What do you guys think of that? Is that fair? Yes. Yeah. 100% yes. All right. So... Let's move on, and, well, actually, before we move on, let's recap our list really quick. Number one, Ocarina of Time. Number two, uh, The Wind Waker. Number three, A Link to the Past. Number four, Four Swords Adventures. Number five, NES. And number six, Oracles. Um, all right, let's move on, and let's talk about Twilight Princess. And I want to take this one in phases, actually, because there is a lot to unpack. Um, this is a four, this is a four-parter at the end here. And I have been critical of Twilight Princess on this show before. Uh, even la even two weeks ago, I was dumping on Twilight Princess. But my God, this is something that this that, that Twilight Princess does right. This final Ganondorf fight is awesome. It's so good, and I think that bosses in general for Twilight Princess are done really well. But man, this this final confrontation is really awesome. It starts off with not even, like, a Gen fight necessarily, but you're fighting, like, Shadow Zelda, 
it's just it, that's a surreal feeling she looks like a zombie she's floating around everywhere she has that wicked triforce attack it's not a very hard or challenging fight but just like the fact that you're fighting zelda at all is like really cool i think and sets the stage for what is going to come uh, yeah i would agree with that i thought it was like interesting that you're kind of fighting zelda and i don't think you do that at all in the rest of the series i might be wrong but um it was kind of interesting when you kind of go into this portion it felt like ocarina of time where you were going to you know face ganondorf in the in the main room you know but it was odd right. because ganondorf wasn't talking to link or acknowledging link at all it was it felt like it was more between him and minna which i thought was really cool story-wise because you it's usually like the hero and the villain but it was more like it was more the story is pretty much just about Midna at this point. So I thought that was kind of cool and that he just totally dismisses Link, which is a is a common theme for a lot of the villains in uh, in this uh, series. But yeah, I, I also really like the puppet uh, Zelda fight. The music is pretty good in this. Um, the four parters, there's like different levels of music for me. But in this one, I like the choir inclusions because it feels just more epic and more action movie-ish and i really like that yeah i some there's something so unique about um twilight princess as far as it's darker it gives i'm someone who grew up with like resident evil silent hill and i'm not saying it's the same thing but it has that darker almost disturbing aspect and i felt that a lot with the puppet zelda like just the way that her body was moving and it was just very dark and very different and you had that familiar attack that you got from ocarina of time where you're hitting back and forth and it just kind of like you gotta get that in yes and it's like it's it's initiating that like ganon's uh, ganondorf's in control it gets that familiar like oh that's that's his move and like i mean we know that she's being controlled by him but it's just like that it's just so disturbing and like i don't know like i don't mean to sound excited about that but it's like it's something so different and dark and it just goes with the whole theme and it's it's always nice to have that new interesting uh thing and not just the same old same old so i definitely like the first part of that it was really cool yeah i I thought that it was awesome um disturbing is definitely a word i would use to describe twilight princess for sure Mm -hmm. yes it's very Uh, disturbing it's yes it's very disturbing and maybe not in the way that we're all thinking um, second, second phase of this fight, I feel like is also really cool. Like I actually, to, to kind of build up what you said, Al, I think that the, so the final sequence of this is like really, really smart because it pays off on all of the kind of things that, you know, Twilight Princess was built around. So the first fight is all about like the, the Midna portion of it. And like, you're, you're kind of almost fighting a version of Midna and like she saved herself from Midna. The second fight is like, you know, you got to be a wolf and you, you, you kind of pay off that. The The third fight is like you're on horseback riding, which was a big part of the experience with uh, Twilight Princess. And then like finally you're going mono and mono. So I think that the final sequence here really pays that off well. I, I think if I had to pick, I would say that um, the wolf part with Beast Ganon is probably my least favorite part. Although that part itself is even pretty cool. Um, not really much to this fight. The music is, is really good. But uh, the actual fight itself, I feel like is, I don't know, it's, it's definitely the weakest for me. And I think it's just because you have to button mash a lot just to throw Ganon to the side when you catch him with, um, with Midna's giant oozy hand. 
Um, and there, then you have to button mash again when you jump on him as Wolf Link. So um, it, it's still really fun, and you kind of have that tension when he's warping around. But I, I think that I would say that this was my least favorite part of this of the sequence. What about you guys? I'm I like I disagree. I think it's my second favorite because it's just so it's so it's cool it's epic and the music is so good god that music gets me going it's and i think that the tension of like waiting from the teleport is awesome you got the like you are right about the button mashing but it's again it's something that you did earlier in the game where you were throwing gorons around but now you're throwing dark beast ganon around and you need minna's power to do it because he's that powerful and i just think that's awesome and you can decide if you want to attack his belly as a wolf or as human link or whatever you want to do. I, I think it's really, it's, I think there's definitely a worse portion of these, like this four parter than the dark beast Ganon fight. I've always been kind of in the middle about the whole concept of link as a wolf. I never was a huge fan of it in general. Um, again, I think I'm just in my old ways of, I just wanted to be link. I want him to have a sword and all that stuff. I liked the concept of it enough that it's not, I wouldn't say it's the worst part of the fight. Um, I just, I'm not, I, I just wasn't a fan of the wolf fighting as a wolf in general. So it's right. kind of hard for me, but I think the idea is great. And I think that I agree um, that the music is really epic. It's and visually just awesome. And I, I do like the concept of, you know, Minna's there helping you because I, I like their relationship in the game. So it is pretty cool. Yeah, I, uh, it's definitely not bad. It's, it's just, you know, the, I think it's the button mashing that gets it to me. I will yeah. say that I in never in any of my fights with Ganon have I ever turned into Human Link to slash Ganon when he's down. That, that I don't know why, but that thought never even occurred to me. Like, I was just like, okay, well, this is the wolf part. I better stay as a wolf. <laughs> I might be crazy. I probably was a wolf at the first part, too, because I was probably just like, I need to kill him. I need to kill him. <laughs> I might be crazy, but I think jump attacking him as human link does oh, more sure damage. I'm sure you're right. <laughs> I'm sure it's way more damage. I, I... feel like the wolf attacks kind of suck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so next time I play, uh, good, good tip, Allison. I don't know. I, I do like that it pays off that, you know, a big part of the Twilight Princess's gimmick is that you're a wolf. So at least it's some payoff at the ending boss fight. Um, the third portion of this fight, I also really love, although it's probably the most difficult and not in like a good difficult way, but just in like a, a bad way where like artificially because you're on horseback and you have to kind of ride beside Ganondorf and Zelda misses half the time. It's like it's frustrating but I just, I kind of like the, the feel that, like, you're riding in the field. And, like, you, again, you have kind of all three people working together here um, to bring Ganondorf down. It's very, it feels like it's going very, very fast. And there's something chaotic about it, which I really like. So I, I can, I, I'm going to maybe go on a limb and suggest that this might be on your guys' bottom portion of, you know, segments of this fight. But I really enjoyed it. What do you think, Mallow? Um... I, my biggest problem is, and in the video where we recap and like remind ourselves, it was like watching myself play again because it's like <laughs> Ganon's like going, he's leaving. I'm like, where are you going? You're like chasing him half the time. And I know that's the point, but like, I guess it made it harder because 
I mean, listen, I struggled with racing what's-his-name in Ocarina of Time to get uh, Epona. So, like, me trying to, like, race next to him was always a struggle. Um, but I do really like that Zelda's involved and that she's um, shooting the light arrows while you're trying to attack him. Um, I agree, just having all three of them in that is just... It's really, really cool. Um, and I don't know... Probably, it definitely probably isn't my favorite just because of having to chase him down and get right up on him to get <laughs> to hit him and she does miss a lot it seems a lot like. she does <laughs> it's all she her fault she doesn't know rule number 96 um i it's definitely my least favorite portion i just i've always thought that the horse riding mechanic in twilight princess has been janky and weird even when they like came out with HD, they said they kind of made it better. I don't feel like it's better. It just feels off to me. So I don't really like trying to navigate that, um, trying to keep a straight line with Ganondorf so that Zelda can aim. Um, and I don't like it when he like throws back his power and those ghost guys come up. It's just, it's oh just gosh, not. Yeah. It felt almost like a momentum killer to me. This portion of the fight, you got like this epic puppet. Zelda, you got this epic dark beast in the castle, the castle blowing up and all this cinematography going on. And then you have to kind of chase him around the field on a horse. It just kind of felt dumb. I, I wish that it it felt better because I do like the Zelda inclusion too. But at the same time, it's just like she kept missing. So I was just like, ah, give me the arrows <laughs> and I will do it. Like <laughs> it's, it's almost like it. It could have worked if it would have been the first part. Like, you're chasing yeah, to maybe. the castle or something. Yeah. And then you have the other parts. That part, like, I totally agree that being in the middle, you're like, what the hell? The heck is going on? <laughs> right? like, and then you then you go back to being epic at the end. You're like, okay, that's fine. Yeah. I think that the arena was probably too big as well. Like, there's just too much space for him to go and, you know, ride off Run across away. the... Yeah, across <laughs> the map. Uh, I... You know, Al, I, I kind of agree with you, you know, being a momentum killer. I think if you get bonked off your horse, that's kind of a momentum killer. It makes you feel kind of lousy. But, um, you know, I, I don't know what it is. I think it's the, the chaotic nature of it. Uh, I kind of like it. Let's talk about the final portion of this fight, though. I think we can universally agree this is awesome. This has the absolute hardest music in the Zelda series. Yes, this final yes. boss battle with Ganondorf. My so God. Good. It, it just slaps, and it's it's such a tone setter for this fight. It's like this, like, like it means business. It gives it a big fight feel. I, I love the flames around the final battlefield. I love that it's kind of, like, just in the middle of Hyrule Field, like, somewhere random. Um, mm-hmm. I love that, you know, you're going one-on-one with Ganondorf. It's sword versus sword. The last couple times I've played this has been through has been on, I wouldn't call my runs a speed run, but trying to finish the game as fast as I can. So I haven't had any hidden skills. This is hard without hidden skills. So you, when you finally beat Ganondorf at the end, it feels good. It feels like you've earned it. It's a really great ending. And, uh, you know, I, I don't really necessarily love the business with Zant snapping his neck. I don't think that makes any sense. But uh, the actual yeah. fight itself is is pretty awesome. Yeah, the, oh my god, the music for this 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 makes me glad that I don't speedrun Twilight Princess because that portion of the um entire like four-part sequence is so fast in speedrunning that you miss the music entirely and it's just sad because it's so good. It is so like heart-pumping, goosebumps, you're like, "Oh my god, I'm fighting somebody so evil." 
and it really I think it I think it's like the most momentous part of the fight because yeah you're fighting him mano a mano and you can use your uh hidden skills if you want to or use a a freaking uh fishing pole fishing rod. yeah <laughs> so I mean it's a good fight but I feel like the music makes it it makes it so just like tremendous and um like epic I keep using that word but I don't have any other word to use so. It's definitely one of my favorite portions of this four-part sequence. Yeah, I totally would just parrot everything you guys say. The music, I remember I remember the first time I heard it, I was like, whoa, whoa, this is going to be awesome. Um, it definitely was that that last part where I was, like, on the edge of my seat. Like, it, it feels, it's weird how, like, video games do this to you where, like, you... I don't know if anyone else does this, but if I'm like up against something bigger than I am, so Ganon's like towering over you and you're like both, both your swords are together and you're pushing, I'll like subconsciously push my controller forward towards the TV. And I'm oh, yeah. like, Oh my yeah, God. 100%. Like, yeah. So that just with the music and then I was like, Oh, I have to win. I have to win. I probably died. Let's be real. I probably had to redo it again. But um, <laughs> it, yeah, it was it just oh, visually, just visually, just everything. And just it was another game that just the storytelling, even towards the end and just the monologue. And it was just it was just epic. Best word to use. Epic. It was awesome. Yeah, I, I this is a great fight. So looking and uh, looking at our list here. So all three of us had Ocarina of Time at number one, and all three of us had The Wind Waker at number three. So can I suggest that all three of us probably had Twilight Princess at number two? I did. Yes, I had two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'm there such we a go. Traitor. I'm such a traitor to Breath of the Wild. Oh, my gosh. Oh, you, you don't need what? to feel like a traitor for that. I'm sure we'll get into yeah. it. All right. Before we get into Breath of the Wild here, let's recap. So the list so far, number one, Ocarina of Time. Number two, Twilight Princess. Number three, Wind Waker. Number four, A Link to the Past. Number five, Four Swords Adventures, number six, Legend of Zelda, and number seven, The Oracles. Who wants to start with Breath of the Wild? Because I, I don't know about this one. Um, let Al go. You want to go, Mallow? You know what? You go. Okay. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're yeah so Allison, poetic. you go. You're so poetic. I want to hear it. Oh, I don't have anything poetic to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Okay, listen. I, You guys all know Breath of the Wild is one of my favorite games ever, but gosh is the end so anticlimactic i mean let's like calamity ganon he is terrifying looking he is freaky he's abomination he is disturbing and like i'm there for that and i like the cinematography of if you have all the uh all the champions saved they hit like they they put out this massive attack and it takes him down to half i've actually Uh. never fought him i've never fought him without all the champions so i wonder i don't even know how the fight would be without him so um that would be interesting to try out someday but like i i like that part i think it's like again i'll use the word epic um it feels like an action movie and i like it um i feel like calamity ganon is a little bit unpredictable with his attacks which i like um but they're pretty much all the same as the uh um blights that you fought up until this point so i feel like calamity ganon is the highlight and should have been the, the last fight of the game however the last fight of the game is dark beast ganon and it is so disappointing to me like i feel like a lot of people feel this way because it's really you're just waiting for the hitboxes to appear 
instead of making them yourself like you normally do when you're fighting a final boss or just a bosses in general. Um, you're just kind of waiting, riding around on your horse, avoiding a very easy ray to avoid. And then you're like, oh, there's my, there's my hitbox. Let me shoot some arrows at it. Uh, it just felt very disappointing for a clim climax of such a huge, momentous game that I was just like, uh, that was it? Uh, okay. So I have high hopes that Breath of the Wild 2 will be, like, insane and great with Ganondorf, or what we suppose is Ganondorf. But for this, I ranked it. I ranked it below Wind Waker because it's just like, ugh, that's it. Okay. All right. So that's number four on your list, then, right? Yeah. All right, Mallow. What do you What do you have to say to uh, to counter that? I'm gonna keep this short, <laughs> but I'll try to. So it was four on my list too, and it broke my heart to do this. But um, Al's completely right. It's it's just. I, when I when you get down there and you see him, I'm like, at first you're like, oh, this is going to be crazy. Like, this is going to be hard. Like, it makes it look like it's going to be so hard and there's going to be so many stages to him. And, like, I'm the same. I didn't. I had the Guardians um, help. So it might be a little harder without them. But even so, I was like, okay, yeah, it brought it halfway down. But it's still, especially for to say I had an easy time with it, that tells you something, but um, it just, I think the other problem with me was that while I love the open world, I think it was hard for me because I'm so used to it being like you lead up to the boss and that's it. Where this is like, you just pop in. It's like, I'm going to go pop in and like destroy him. And I got some other shrines. I, got, I need some croaks. I need to go find yes. them. Like, I think that's, it's it, we're so accustomed to that growing up that it was like it just feels like i'm gonna go pop in on him like hey i gotta beat you real quick i got some more croaks to get after this so like let's do this and so then after that um you know the, the ending of ganon i feel the same way it felt like a handicap like here's where you hit him and then it's done um it was beautiful ending but it just when you have s s this game is so massive and different, I guess I can agree that it was supposed to just like completely blow Ocarina of the Time out of the water. Like anything that we ever like, whatever blew us away, this was supposed to be it, and it just it just didn't. So sad to say. All right, so you guys have it at number four. I I have it at number seven. Oh my god! This is god. the second brutal. <laughs> Second to last. This oh is this is extremely, extremely disappointing. And I'm going to echo and expand on some of the things that you guys said here. Now, your typical Ganondorf, even even your, your typical Ganon fights are built up throughout the game. Even the games that, you know, they, they don't have a lot of story, like uh, like A Link to the Past or, or like The Legend of Zelda. Even even there's more build-up to that than there is to Calamity Ganon. Um, a big part of the problem with this battle is, like, what is Calamity Ganon? Nobody knows. He's just a thing flying around the castle. Nobody knows what he is. Nobody knows how he took over the Guardians or the Divine Beasts. Nobody, nobody knows. He doesn't even look like the thing flying around the castle when you fight him. He looks like a, a Guardian, basically. And he feels just like an enhanced guardian. And 
it, it just, it's not, it's not like the, the send off that I feel like this should have. He, he looks like something more so out of Resident Evil to me, more so than an enemy in Zelda. And I was just like, I was, I was disappointed by that. Um, it's hard for me to separate the story from the actual fight here because he just, he looks like a guardian or like a blight. He looks weird. Um, like again, what is he? Was he, is, is he controlling all the, you know, the stuff swirling around the castle? Is this just like, uh, a guardian that's like a sent out to defend the cat? Like, what is he? I don't get it. And I don't like that. I think that the fight itself is like, it's okay. The music is like, it's okay. I actually, I don't like that you see like the, the guardian or the champions come in and zap half of his health away. Because first of all, it, it comes in smack dab in the middle of like, so he's just hatched. He's just, this grotesque thing has just come out. And all of a sudden you fade away and you see Rivaldi and you're just like, what? And then you see the rest of the champions and then they zap him. So like immediately you're just like, oh, okay, well, like, I guess this is going to be easier than I thought it was going to be. And I'm not suggesting that this fight is easy. I actually think it's kind of hard, but it's just like, oh, okay, well, you know, I, there's half of his health. It's, it's anticlimactic to me. Um, and then you fight Dark Beast Ganon, which I will say has awesome music. The music is great, but like, oh God, he's just like, he's a big elephant walking around Hyrule Field he looks dumb and you're just like, it's, it's so easy. Like you could, you could do it with your eyes closed. All you got, all you got to do is hit like the ginormous circles on his backside and his belly. It's like this, this just kind of sucks. Like there's no, there's not even any enemies around you and there, there's not a time limit. Like you have to hit them all before, I don't know, he, he marches off a cliff or something. Like you just, you can just go and you just fight and you fight and you can take your time. You can go for a ride and enjoy the view like it sucks it sucks it's it's not good um so yeah calamity ganon disappointing i don't know what he is what he's supposed to be um dark beast ganon is just pathetically easy this is it's really really disappointing to me uh you know i think that almost all of the blights are cooler fights than this um i would dare say even master koga was a cooler fight than this. Oh so. my god! <laughs> and I know how much can, you hate Master Coca. <laughs> can I can I say just to go back to what you were saying about what he is? I want to like imagine that this was all premeditated because it goes into Breath of the Wild two when we're seeing someone else show up, and maybe he's supposed to be mysterious, and you're not supposed to know. But the problem is, is if they're trying to do some kind of Disney thing like that. It's like we don't we didn't know there was gonna be a sequel, you know, like so Yeah. We're in the here and now and it's like so what who are you and what are you? And um again I think we're spoiled by, you know, you know, Twilight Princess and Ocarina of Time where we have some backstory and it's true, it's like what what the heck are you? So there's a part of me that wonders if Maybe this was a premeditated thing, but it just not. It doesn't work when we have no clue. It'd have been different if they said there's gonna be two of them. There's gonna be two games, and then you're like, oh, okay, it's a mystery. Like, there's gonna be another one. But, um, and the other thing is, is I really felt like when he was um, a beast, it reminded me of when you have to get on to uh, the Guardian Naboris, 
you had to shoot the legs or whatever. I felt like that was more challenging to like drive the seal around and, and hit than, than hitting uh, oh, Ganon. Oh, 100%. And you know that was I mean? fun. It was the same concept of just, they're just walking. <laughs> but it was just, it, yeah, I, it definitely was lackluster. Um, but I totally can see where you come from where it's like just this confusion of like what what he is. There's just, there's so much unknown and I really, really hope in Breath of the Wild, we have a lot of hope for Breath of the Wild too, but I hope that they, it all just pieces together and it was supposed to be that way. I mean, imagine this, imagine this at the end of Breath of the Wild. So we get that post credit scene where Link and Zelda are like living happily ever after, but imagine if that didn't happen. Do you guys remember when the Avengers came out in theaters? Yeah. Do you remember at the end of that movie, you get the little post credit scene where Thanos is like, I guess I'll have to do it myself. Imagine if we got the Zelda equivalent of that. Ooh, where like you see, so cool. I don't know, Ganondorf just being like, my weapon calamity Ganon is done. Looks like I'll have to do it myself or, or something like that, right? Like yeah. that, that would forgive almost the entire debacle of this fight. But then like, assuming that Dark Beast Ganon didn't happen. But then at the end of like the Dark Beast Ganda fight, it's like, okay, he's he's done for forever. He's never coming back. And it's like, it's like, man, if that's the final time that we ever fight Ganon, like that's really disappointing. So yeah, I don't know. This was, this was a stinker, I think. And this one ranked all, dead, almost dead to last on my list. I mean, I, I feel like I ranked it higher because maybe, maybe when you play the game more, you kind of understand more what he is. Cause I feel like I know exactly what Calamity Ganon is. And it, it, Maybe there is a bit of mystery to it that will be more touched upon in Breath of the Wild too. But it's basically Ganondorf got Ganondorf slash Ganon got so sick of being defeated for thousands and thousands of years that he was just like, "F it, I'm not even gonna have a body anymore." And he like sheds his hatred, and that's what all that pink goo is. It's literally the embodiment, the incarnation of his hatred. That's what you're fighting is hatred, not even a thing or being. It's just. It's just a feeling that's so strong that it takes a form. So I, I like that. I I think that is something that's different and cool than having a Ganon slash Ganondorf fight, but it was still really disappointing. So like it had so much potential, but it was disappointing. I think that too is, I mean, I think it's hard because everyone um, looks at things differently. I feel like you would be more like me where you like, think of things really deeply like I feel that way with and I know we're not talking about this game but Skyward Sword I feel really deeply about that game and through even though there's a lot wrong with it if you really read between the lines like like you're saying um you it kind of you piece it all together so it's kind of hard I guess it depends on who's playing the game but um I still think maybe some of it was deliberate like just keeping that that mystery to it yeah, I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm buying any of what you're selling here, you guys. But we need to figure out where this is gonna rank on our list. Um, so you both had it at four, I had it at seven. So we can either, I, I would suggest that we either put it below Link to the Past or even below Four Swords Adventures if you want to go that far. What would you guys oh, say? Oh, that's. I would only harsh. put it if I had to compromise, not below Four Swords Adventures. Four Swords Adventures yeah. is definitely all right, still worse. <laughs> all right, I guess that's fine. All right, so our final list here, let's read it off for everybody. In eighth place, we have Ganon from the Oracle Games. In seventh place, we have Ganon from The Legend of Zelda. In sixth place, we have uh, Ganon from Four Swords Adventures. In fifth place, we have Calamity Ganon and Dark Beast Ganon from Breath of the Wild. 
In fourth place, we have Ganon from A Link to the Past. In third place, we have Ganondorf from The Wind Waker. In second place, we have Beast Ganon and Ganondorf from Twilight Princess. And comfortably sitting in first, we have Ganondorf and Ganon from Ocarina of Time. Yay! Right where it should be. Congratulations. There you go. <laughs> so... I mean, yeah, our, our lists, you know, we're, we're kind of similar. It seems like Calamity Ganon was the was the outlier here where I kind of dumped on it a little bit more than you guys. But, you know, what uh, what can I say? I hope that we have a Ganon fight to rank in Breath of the Wild 2. I agree. And I hope that that one is yes. finally going to push towards the top of the list because, yeah, I feel like uh, I feel like we haven't had one in a long time that's that's been a contender for that. You Ganon, notwithstanding. Oh my gosh. <laughs> maybe we should maybe we should do a ranking of non Ganon final boss fights, I guess. I think there's a lot to learn from Ocarina of Time. I feel like there's so much in that game that you could go back and and take, you know, stuff from it and put it in the in the new game. Like just there's just so much even though it's a it's an old game, there's just so much just that can't be touched, you know? It's just so right. good. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a it's a masterpiece. What can you say about Ocarina of Time that hasn't been said before? Um, <laughs> all right, well we are uh, we are gonna get out of here. Mallow, thanks for for coming on and chatting Ganondorf yeah. and and Ganon with us. This was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Thanks for having me. Hey, anytime. Uh, tell everybody where they can uh, check you out. So um, on Instagram, if you just want my photography, which also has a lot of Legend of Zelda in it, by the way. Um, it's at Mallory Marie photo. And then on Twitter, I am Mallory M photo is where you can find me. There you go. And we will have that, uh, linked for everybody for ease of access. Uh, we hope that you guys dug this episode. Tell us what you think of our list. If you agree with it, if you think it stinks, let us know. And, uh, you can let us know over on Twitter. I'm at Spateri316. Allison is at Allison Aletha. Uh, that's going to do it for us. We want you to check us out over on uh, iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, you know the drill, wherever you get your podcasts, like and subscribe to the Champions Cast. Tell a Zelda fanatic in your life where they can get their Zelda fix. And uh, we will see you guys here next week. <laughs>